How's it going, Jets fans? My name is Alex with my co-host here, Ryan Moran. I wanted to give you guys a quick injury update before the weekend. Of course, the Jets uh, playing on Sunday, another competitive game. Um, you know, the Bengals are not a bad team. They're playing bad, but any week you get you kind of get the, the idea they could just explode at any given week, and we don't want it to be this one. So uh, the Jets are going to need some of their players to step up and, and you know, maybe play through a minor injury or whatnot. There's a couple guys on the list. Um, some pretty impactful ones, mind you. So, you know, we'll, we'll update you guys on those, of course. Uh, before we dive into the injury report for today, Ryan, how do you do, my friend? I'm doing great, Alex. Looking forward to the game Sunday. You know, it's getting closer and closer and expecting, you know, a packed MetLife Stadium and, you know, Jeff fans bringing the energy that's needed. And, you know, on the injury front today, I mean, we got some good news. Obviously, last week it was tough, you know, with the way things kind of went at the end of the week with CJ Uzama, and he ended up obviously not going for that game. And, you know, for him going up against his former team in this one, who he spent seven years with, that, uh, you know, he, he's going to be more than ready to go. And, you know, he was obviously a full participant today. Um, you know, Corey Davis and George Fant were the only ones that were limited. But, again, I, I think that they're probably both, you know, slated to play. And defensively, you had Quentin Williams, John Franklin Myers, and Jordan Whitehead, who were, you know, all listed as questionable, but were full participants in today's practice. So, I mean, really, you, you couldn't ask for more on the injury front for the Jets right now. You're even looking at Dwayne Brown, who was, you know, reportedly getting some work in on the practice field today. So things are really starting to come together, you know, from that standpoint for the Jets. And, you know, let's just hope it continues to translate the more and more wins here. Absolutely. Now, I have a question for you. You know, CJ Ozoma and, uh, of course, Corey Davis are, are likely to go. How do you think the Jets get Ozoma um, incorporated into this offensive scheme? You know, this is going up, up against his former team, uh, Tyler Conklin, you know, Jeremy Ruckert. Um, how do you think the Jets kind of maximize Uzoma? Obviously, a very good receiving option. Tyler Conklin's probably the better blocker. Uh, but if you're Joe Flacco and, and you're Mike LaFleur, how are you looking at Uzoma as a guy who can impact this game? It's a great question. I would say one thing I picked up just watching the Bengals last two games back, I think, you know, screen the screen game has been something that they've kind of gotten beaten on a little bit. And, you know, whether it be with, you know, tight ends off of play action screens, those types of deals, like, I think this is the type of game where the Jets could really look to get Uzama involved early, knowing in the first game he didn't have a catch, and he's obviously going up against his former team here. And this could really be be his first, you know, very impactful game with the Jets. So I think, you know, obviously in 12 personnel, you know, he's the guy with Tyler Conklin. And, you know, they're both going to have, you know, big roles in this game, just continuing to help um, in pass protection, you know, chipping on the edge with the tackles for the Jets and, that was why, you know, the pass blocking was much improved a week ago and definitely expect that. But I think in the passing game, just, you know, like I said, some play action, tight end screens, trying to get him into the ball in space because the Bengals are going to play some man coverage. And, you know, that kind of leaves, you know, some chances for the Jets to get things going in the screen game, you know, jet sweeps, end arounds, all that type of gadget, you know, trick stuff underneath. And I think that's one way. And I mean, look, Uzama, as we've kind of said throughout, you know, how he's different from Conklin is just, the size, the speed, the play strength and space after the catch, what he can do down the seam with his speed. I just think he offers a little bit more big play threat ability. And, you know, this is the type of game where I think the Jets are going to have chances with the amount of man coverage and cover one that the Bengals play. Like they're going to get their opportunities, I think, to really rip off some chunk plays. And, you know, I think Uzama is a guy that offers, you know, so much. And let's just hope he's he's much more involved this, compared to week one. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think he will be. I know he probably wants that like kind of revenge game against the Bengals for not keeping around. I know they're at tight end. Drew Sample was actually ruled out, so they're kind of thin at the position. Um, and then, of course, the Jets have a couple more impact players that are on the fringe. George Fant, uh, Quinnen Williams, uh, John Franklin Myers, and Jordan Whitehead are all questionable. Um, Ryan, I think you said uh, that you expect all of these guys to play. They were all full participants in practice today, which is a very good sign. So Fant was the only one that was limited. Of course, you cannot afford to lose him. So let's just uh, play dev- let's, let's play the negative here and say, okay, what happens if Fant is out? So say he's limited, you know, he's not really feeling good. Who plays at left tackle in exchange for him? I mean, you might be just throwing out any body you got at that point. Uh, that's a great question. It would probably have to be Connor McDermott, but Again, I, I think, you know, we're, we're going to be, you know, a bit lucky here. And I think Fan is going to go. And yeah, obviously that would not be great. And you'd be doing a whole lot more chipping, like I said before, you know, with backs and tight ends. So I think, you know, it doesn't really seem like there's been very much reported. I just think, you know, it's one of those types of deals where he, he was limited throughout the week and it's on the report. But ultimately expect him to play. And let's hope that, you know, he and Max Mitchell once again on the edges can it wasn't perfect last week, but it was so much better compared to week one. And let's just hope that really continues here for the entire offensive line, because the Bengals, you know, defensive front, like I said, I think their man coverage looks at times the jets, you know, talented skill position players can exploit. But I mean, with DJ reader, Trey Hendrickson, Sam Hubbard, BJ Hill, they got a really stout front four and you can't allow these guys to take the game over. Yep. That's absolutely right. You really can't let them, uh, the ability to take over and, uh, this Jets offensive line has to show up week in and week out. You know, you, you saw a better performance last week led to Joe Flacco having a much, much better game. Probably one of the best games of the week from a quarterback. So, and then when Zach Wilson comes back, they got to be in flow. You know, hopefully by that time, maybe you get Dwayne Brown back. Um, you know, hopefully like this offensive line is progressing instead of regressing when Zach Wilson eventually gets slotted in here. And he can seamlessly get incorporated and just really start to, you know, hit those throws efficiently and do his thing and throw the ball downfield and, you know, direct traffic and all the stuff he likes to do. So, uh, that's obviously a big one. Fans being healthy is essential for this team moving forward, especially the continuity on the offensive line in the trenches. But, you know, Jordan Whitehead, what is your impression of him so far? I feel like he's underwhelmed a bit. Maybe the injury has kind of hurt. He hurt him a little bit last week, kind of struggled. Um, is, do you think he's living up to his potential? Or do you think there's a lot left to untap there? It's funny. I actually think he's been as advertised. And I think, I, I actually think just what I've seen, he's been a little better actually than he's kind of been discussed as. And, Look, I, I think you knew his limitations in coverage and what he can really do is like, you know, a more traditional deep safety. It's a bit limited, but like in both games, I think you've seen a guy who when he's attacking aggressively downhill in pursuit and his, his pursuit angles are a little, you know, sharp and at times, you know, that can um, give guys more space, you know, and to, you know, make things happen after the catch. But I mean, he's a guy when he comes downhill, like he's full force and he's very physical. He's tough. You know, he can, he can make, you know, good plays in the running game, which I think we showed one play on the film review two, three days ago, and that jumped out a couple of times in that game. And I think, you know, really just the physicality, the tenacity that he brings has been a lot of what I wanted and expected. And, you know, look, he, he's going to miss tackles when you're so aggressive like he is and your pursuit angles are, you know, a bit inconsistent. That, that kind of comes with the territory of his playing style. But I, I think what, you know, you could have asked for, and like I said, I know the PFF, you know, grade the other day wasn't great, but I, I thought there were four or five good plays that he really had, you know, when he's moving straight ahead downhill. And that, that's really his game. Yeah, I mean, last week, like you said, the PFF grade was not great. The one big standout con of his game last week was that he missed four tackles. Um, he had 10, ta- sorry, he had five tackles, but he missed almost half of them. So 
Um, that's definitely not ideal. Maybe the injury was kind of making him a little bit more reserved. Uh, it's definitely a possibility. We want to see a little bit more efficiency from him. Obviously, he's very good getting down to the box and can stop the run effectively and make an impact there. So we hope that he can be a little bit more consistent in that regard. But um, I think that, like you said, he's been as advertised. We didn't expect him to be an all-pro safety, just a serviceable, strong safety that can hold it down in the middle of the field um, and do some stuff for you there. But, you know, this is a guy who has untapped potential too. I don't think he's fully grown yet. I think he's probably just entering his prime. So maybe the Jets can unlock another level of him um, as he gets more incorporated into this defensive system. But yeah, that kind of rounds out this injury report, discussing a couple of these players, uh, CJ Ozoma, uh, Corey Davis, definitely uh, both expected to go. Fant, Williams, JFM, and Whitehead all expected to play as well. Full participants from Quinnen, JFM, and Whitehead. So that's definitely a good sign, guys. Um, we're looking good in terms of health here. Excited for uh, Sunday against the Bengals. Should be another competitive game. Um, at least we don't have to see that dumbass elf in the middle of the field anymore. So we had to see it last night again. A short week of two dumb elves. It's just unbelievable. So very excited for this game this weekend. Should be a really fun one. Um, if you're celebrating the holidays, uh, you know, have a great holiday weekend. Enjoy the rest of your Friday. Make sure to like and subscribe as always. And we'll catch you guys on the next Fireside Jets episode. <laughs>